Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts thunderstruck Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day, thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb, in for Colin Cowherd. Isn't it fun to have sports back? I mean, I I guess it's fun to have fans back. Although, it should be pointed out that we're the generation that needs to have PSAs telling us not to punch each other in the stands. 
<laughs> like, I kind of thought that was a known thing. Didn't you? Whatever. Anyway, uh, the Clippers get a win. That series is two games to one. And now the uh, Milwaukee Bucks get a chance tonight to even up their series at one apiece at home against the Atlanta Hawks. We'll get we'll get into that as the show rolls on. Thanks so much for making this part of your day, wherever you are and however you make you make this part of your day. It's a Friday. Colin will be back on Monday. And um, I love lawyers. I employ a couple of them, you know, and, you know, in this world, you need a good one. And I also, the more you live, the more you know that this statement is true. Always read the fine print. You might find a loophole in, right? Like in, in buying a house, right? When you buy a house, you know, there are steps that you go through when you go like, hey, I want to buy a house. You agree to it. You go back and forth in negotiation. You have to have earnest money, right? Put a little, put a little, put a little change down there get into escrow, but you're not necessarily locked into buying a house as a buyer until all the contingencies are removed. And even then, there are ways in which you can get out of it. Actually, as a seller, it can be even more difficult to get out of than as a buyer. You got to know the loopholes to this thing. Well, you're under contract. Like that doesn't mean you had to buy the house. Sometimes you just get under contract. So you're under contract and nobody else can buy the house. I mean, there's, there's loopholes in every contract. Here's one. And I don't know if you know it. Okay. Um, that in media, okay, in media, when we're at a media company and our contract is set to expire, even, and all of, almost all of these contracts are written this way. If you're an employee of any of these major, you know, Fox, ESPN, CBS entities where there's a window of time, usually 90 days at the end of your contract where you can negotiate a new contract with another entity. But the truth is that your current place of business, even after you agree and even after your contract expires has usually like six months in which they can decide like, all right, we're going to match it and, and keep you, even if you don't necessarily want to stay. It's true story. Like you're not really, no one actually does it and flexes their muscle. If you want to go, you can go. But the truth is that when you're an employee of a specific um, company, any of the big three and other companies are like this, they can hold on to your rights and not let you go. You're like, wow, that's a really bad deal. Yeah, that's why you need a really good lawyer, <laughs> right? So Mike Florio is a lawyer. I don't know if he's a good one, but I do know that he understands all of these contracts and all of the details. And I'm guessing that this is something that David Dunn is the agent that represents Aaron Rodgers, right? David Dunn also, by the way, was the agent that represented Carson Palmer. And the last time we had a guy retire because he didn't want to play for an organization at quarterback, especially was a David Dunn client in a Carson Palmer. Now there's some similarities Aaron Rodgers at the time that he signed his contract was the highest paid player in the National Football League. Carson Palmer. Do you guys remember when Kimo Van Olhoffen was a defensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs? The Bengals were the better team. They had home field advantage against the Steelers in the playoffs and Kimo rolls up on the leg and tears the knee 
of Carson Palmer, which, by the way, was the first game played after he'd signed this gargantuan contract. Now, what happened was Carson Palmer, he came back to Cincinnati. When he signed the contract, he said, like, look, I love it here. We got good talent, but we got to, you got to promise me we're going to do X, Y, and Z. We got to take this franchise from the perception is cheapest franchise in the NFL to being a legit, if we want to win a championship, we got to do things like a championship team. I see old when, when Marvin Lewis took over, it wasn't, they didn't stay in a hotel the night before a game in the, for, for home games. And you may think like, that's not a big thing. Well, when you're, when you're the bungles and you, you got dudes that are running, running wild and Oh yeah, by the way, it's also a sign of veteran players that you're just, you're not about taking care of your guys. From old towels to bad practice facilities to everything. The Bengals were seen as being ridiculously cheap. And whatever was promised to Carson, they didn't fulfill it. And Carson had enough money. He's like, I'm just, I I don't want to do it anymore. So he walked away. So there is precedent for it. The difference is Aaron Rodgers just won the MVP. No one I know has said the Packers are anything but a professional organization. And while they made him the highest paid player in the National Football League, it's not like that deal just happened, but but Aaron Rodgers is still under contract. So I'm guessing, this is just a guess, it's a guess, that David Dunn's people sent the contractor this little clause in the NFLPA deal. Or maybe it's just Mike Florio fishing. Right, because he fishes for stuff. So Florio's report regarding Aaron Rodgers has the ability to sit out the 2021 season. And you're like, you mean retire? No. Okay, because remember, if he retires, then he has to pay back essentially $20 million in signments. Because Aaron Rodgers' contract, much like Deshaun Watson's contract, Aaron Rodgers' contract, they got they get like the first three years of bonuses. They get all paid up. They get put into an escrow account, and they get basically paid up front. And so, if he retires, the Packers have the right to go like, "Ah, uh, hi, Aaron. This is uh, Brian Gunnikin's office. Yeah, we just want you to know that uh, twenty million dollars in the signing bonus that we gave you for three years up front and other roster bonuses. We're gonna need twenty back um, by the end of Business Friday. Thanks." Right. If you have any questions, call us back at eight 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 Go Pack Go. That's the thing with Deshaun Watson. Like Deshaun Watson's contract, just the extension, basically just went live. He signed it like twelve months ago, and he got paid three years up front. So if he were to sit and not play, and granted, there's all kinds of stickiness now with the off the field allegations against Deshaun Watson, like. I mean, this is why I don't, they don't want to trade him. It's not just because they don't think they can get a top five, top 10 quarterback back in return, but like, dude, we paid you for three years of work you hadn't done, and now you're going to force our hands and leave? What? Huh? But anyway, there is a clause because of what the NFL, the NFLPA and the NFL just agreed that all players, Aaron Rodgers included, have until July 2nd, that's a week from today, to opt out of the upcoming season, right? This is the carryover from the COVID opt-outs of last year. The NFL is allowing players to opt out voluntarily, no questions asked. Um, You don't have to say the motivation. You don't have to say COVID. You don't have to say family. Like, 
If you want to sit for a year, you're good. And Aaron Rodgers would be saving the $20 million that he'd be losing if he were to retire or refuse to show up to work for a year. Last year, remember, the Patriots lost eight players to opt out, including Dante Hightower. Here's the problem with opting out. So for Aaron Rodgers to opt out, that's him saying, I refuse to play for the Packers, but I want to hold on to this cash, which, can you blame him? Right? The problem with it is, if he opts out and sits out, no questions asked, right? No questions asked. Well, the contract rolls over to the following year. So then he's still under contract for three more years. And he loses one of his prime years. It's, I mean, like, look, we're all realists. Would he save or protect his body? I guess. But he's still a year older and less likely to perform the way he did last year. Not just being away from football for a year, but being a year older. I mean, th- this, this again, it all feels like, it all feels like the, the Packers know Aaron Rodgers has been told, we're not trading you, period, stop. Because I want you to think about it. The real time to trade Aaron Rodgers is before the draft. Like this talk of trading him to Denver. Like, what are you going to trade him for? And he wants to go to Denver because Denver badly needs a quarterback. It's in the AFC. By the way, altitude helps your ball travel further, not just normally, but as you age and help Peyton Manning. So you either want to play in a dome in good weather or even better in altitude. And he's already played in the bad weather in Denver, but because he's played in bad weather in, in, in Green Bay, but as his arm loses strength like that, that makes sense. Plus, they have a loaded roster. The only thing they're missing, a quarterback. Of course, the Packers, they don't want to trade him, but if they were, they're going to have to get players back, not picks. Additionally, the picks now, if you trade Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos, the Broncos are going to be a really good team. And so, you know, much like the Raiders trading before the season to the Bears, you trade Khalil Mack, that draft pick's no longer a top 10 pick. So that's why Aaron Rodgers camp. I don't believe for a second, not for a second, Adam Schefter going, well, you know, I just had the story and I just decided draft day to let it go like that. That smells of bull crap so bad that I, I, I got to go get some Febreze and spray it all over him. Of course, David Dunn and Aaron Rodgers weren't getting their way. They asked the Packers, the Packers said no. So then draft day, they're like, um, Oh, yeah, by the way, here's this story. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the San Francisco 49ers have called. Once the draft passed, if you noticed, there was some chatter. But then over the last couple weeks, it's died down. Now this pops up. They know Aaron Rodgers is not opting out. But this is a threat. This is the only leverage you have. When you're under contract for three more years, after this year with the Green Bay Packers, do you think for one second that they they feel like they're going to be leveraged? No. And the and the last part, and this is a really interesting, this is kind of the all-time backfire to it, which is, let's say Aaron Rodgers did opt out and it forced the Packers' hand, right? It forced the Packers' hand 
do, do you think the Packers are going to think this is showing goodwill? Like He's already done everything he can to try and get the GM fired and destroy the culture of the Packers. I, and look, I understand he has his reasons and Aaron believes what he believes. And he's a guy that the more you say you can't, he believes he can, not just as a player, but as a person. I, like I get it. I know Aaron a little bit. I, I understand that he is, he is a dude of principle. He has his beliefs. He thinks he's been wronged and you don't want to hear anything of it. But do you think for a second that the Packers are going to go like, oh, Aaron, you want to go to a team that's a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender? Yeah, we'll do that. Sure, no problem. No. They would be vindictive as, as, as hell. Wherever the worst possible place for them. Hey, Houston, you want to make a deal? Right? We're going to send you somewhere. Football Siberia. The last thing we want is Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl especially when he used an opt-out clause to sit on $20 million. No, 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 no. That's not happening. So this is just a lawyer, Mike Florio, finding a loophole and using it as some sort of threat towards the Packers. Do I think it works? No, because the fine print, and it's just like in a, you know, you get one of those new credit cards, right? And the credit card's like, hey, you know, for six months, 0.9%. That's all we're going to charge you. Hey, what happens after those first six months? Oh, it goes up to 18%. 18% interest. Yeah, we got, we got to make some money. It's a credit card company. The fine print of this Florio story about he has a week to decide whether or not he's going to opt out to save $20 million is the contract rolls over. He He's just... It, we're just all he's going to do is punt and we'll play the same game next year where he's a year older and much less likely to get his way with the Green Bay Packers. All right, coming up next, I'm Doug Gottlieb sitting in for Colin. Trey Young has gone from a super talented young player. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Who wasn't easy to coach to to borderline superstar. How has this happened? And oh yeah, by the way, what has this entire journey been like? You know the best person to ask? His dad. He joins us next in The Herd. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this... And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Hurt. Wherever you may be, however you may be making this part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb. So, um, I have an AAU program. And... Uh, what, what happened was my dad was a, my dad was a high school coach, became cared Tex winter staff. And when they got fired, Tex winter staff in 1984 at Long Beach state, he 
went to Oregon State for a year, and then he he coached in some minor league professional stuff. He did some scouting. He was supposed to be the head coach of a IBA, which was the six foot four and under league. Scotty Brooks was his first pick of the draft. Bo Jackson was his last pick, right? And then my dad started what was a travel ball program, and it became an AU program, became a basketball academy, and really he started a business. And that business was, it had it put together. So uh, he would, you know, put together. So uh, he would, you know, put together a, a highlight tape or a game tape of a player, send it to a college that he thought the kid could play at and try and get a player a scholarship. I, I say that so that, and now having my own AAU program, coaching my own son, and having teams from 11s to 14s, like I want to build from the, the youth level into the high school level. And it's it's interesting to kind of parachute into this world where they have the circuit now. And as the son of a coach, but now there's a guy I played against in college who, and there's a guy I played against in college who he was really, really good. I mean, he gave us fits. His name was Ray for Young. Now, Ray Young played at Texas Tech. Texas Tech, if you remember, um, in the mid-90s, they had Dar- they had Darvin Ham, who was going to be an NBA head coach. They had Tony Batie, who was a first-round draft pick. Uh, they had Gerald Sasser. And then they had Stan Bonowitz, a great passer and shooter, and Ray Young. And they had Corey Carr. They, they had dudes. Dudes. And I remember, hell, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago, which Oklahoma was like, no. And they'd send you, like, this kid would try and do some things and shoot from range. You're like, I just hadn't seen a kid at that level. And so we kind of reconnected. And, uh, you know, privately, we shared his, he shared me his thoughts on what school he wanted to go to. And he ended up picking Oklahoma, led the country in scoring and assists, and then decided to clear early for the NBA draft and was selected um, technically by the Mavericks, but it's trade obviously with Luka Doncic and ends up with the Atlanta Hawks. And obviously if you've watched Trey Young in the playoffs, I mean, it's been pretty spectacular. And the thing that impresses me the most is like Trey's playing the way he hadn't changed his game. He's playing better defense, but like, this is how he, he just, if he plays loose and free, this is how he plays. That's hard to do to kind of dictate terms with how now part of it is what Atlanta has found is like, Hey, let's, Let's let the guy, let's build a system that fits, <laughs> not try and fit a guy to a system. And, and so many players that hasn't happened is Steve Nash was drafted by the Suns and he was backing up Jason Kidd is Steve Nash was drafted by the Suns and he was backing up Jason Kidd. And then when he went to the Mavericks, the reason he exploded on the scene was they started playing small and open up the court for him. And then in Phoenix, he was even better. Well, Trey hasn't had to go through that. Instead, they tried to build a team from scratch, kind of around how he plays. And there's been some bumps. Ray for Young, his dad, joins us now in the herd on Fox Sports Radio. Ray, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How you doing, Doug? Good. Um, there are thousands upon thousands of dads that are watching your kid, and they're sitting there going like, like a six-one-six-two guard from the from a nice suburb of Oklahoma like how did you do this when 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 Trey was 12 what was he doing 
when Trey was 12, we were spending more time in the gym than probably traveling around the country planning a bunch of uh, events. Now, I won't say that we didn't go play uh, big-time AAU tournaments and, you know, go from Oklahoma to Dallas or Houston or, you know, Kansas City, but I just uh, I felt I felt it would be more important for us to work on his skill work and work on, uh, you know, his ability to do things as a small point guard rather than trying to go out there and, uh, you know, focus on rankings and, you know, uh, playing some playing some huge tournaments as a as a kid. You know what's what's fascinating, and it wasn't that you didn't pass, but your job was to score when you were in college. When you play against you, like yeah. you were a scoring machine, and your teammate was now Coach Dan Bonowitz. Like he was more kind of the passer facilitator. Some of it was he couldn't get a step the way that you'd get a step, but some of it was that that's how he <laughs> played. But I'm I'm always yeah. fascinated. Like like for my son, okay, for my son, like he better be able to shoot. Right. Like you got to you got to fit whatever the hole was in your game. Like you can't have your son have that hole. And he's a very confident shooter. Right. How when when you when you helped Trey put together his game, what part of your game that you felt like was missing that did you want to inherently build in his? Well, I mean, you just said it. It was it was it was a passing, you know, Trey. Trey's always been a really a really good shooter. You know, when you're small and and you're playing against older kids and you're, you know, trying to compete at a high level, you know, you, you got to be able to put the ball in the hole. So that was the first thing that, uh, you know, he always worked on, was putting the ball in the hole, being able to shoot it and fill it up. But I remember having conversations with him, you know, early in his junior high, early in high school years, that you got to be able to pass the ball. you got to be able to put the ball on the floor, get, you know, get paint touches, get in the lane and find, find your teammates. And that's where you're going to take your game, you know, to the next level. So that was that was pretty much the focus as he got older. How, how has he dealt with the jealousy, right? Like that's – it's got to be the hardest thing to deal with is at Oklahoma, you know, you come in, you take the college basketball world by storm. But, you know, older dudes are like, hey, it's been my turn. You know, you get to the NBA and – this dude's trying to shoot Steph Curry, Gilbert Arena's shots. How does he deal with that? How does he process? Well, I, for me, I think it all comes down to his to his uh, his circle of of people. You know, with his mom, me, his brother and sisters. Uh, you know, his family and you know his close friends. Like he he knows who's really there for him, who cares for him, who's gonna you know pull for him in good and bad times and. You know, jealousy is just something that comes with it. You know, you can't control that. And uh, I'm, I'm not here to say he went through a lot of that, but, you know, he, he, he did have some rough times in high school and in college, and I don't think that's been the case so much with the Atlanta Hawks. They really, like you said earlier, put a, a, a good group of guys around him to help him succeed and, you know, compete at the NBA level. What what has Nate done? It, it seems to have – it seems to have – and this is this is no negative towards Lloyd, but whatever happened when Nate took the job, something changed. What was it? Uh, you know, first off, you know, you never. I know for me, I never want to see a coach get fired, especially an African American coach. You know, Lloyd, I'll always uh, give him credit for giving my son the basketball and letting him go out there 
and do the same thing Coach Kruger let him do. Go out there and, and learn, make mistakes, and even through those mistakes, let him keep playing. But the thing about Nate is when he came, he brought a different dynamic of experience, and he had that real-life experience of telling stories of playing with Gary Payton and, you know, playing on the NBA level. And I think, you know, to a certain extent, Nate has been also an extension of me. So my conversations with Trey are less about basketball now and more about life. And Nate, and Nate is someone who's uh, coming to Trey's life and giving him confidence that he can be great, you know, on this level, playing in the NBA. Bro, he came off a ball screen and threw, a, threw it off the backboard. Like, and it's one thing to do it in a guarantee game in college when you're playing against Southeast Missouri State and you're up 40. But in like a two-point game against the Bucks in the Western Conference Finals, your son's coming off a ball screen, throwing a ball off a backboard for an alley-oop dunk. Like, on, well, think, on any level, is it like, I cannot believe what he just did. Well, think about it, Doug. Just, you know, just like you said earlier, we've known each other for a long time, and I've always tried my best to put Trey in situations where he could be himself. And I couldn't control it at the NBA level, of course, but in junior high, I made sure he was playing for the right coach. They would let him be, be himself. I did the same thing in high school where he was recruited to all the prep schools, but he, he decided to stay home and go to Norman North where he got to play his game and be himself. And it was the same thing at Oklahoma. You know, he could have went to Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, and all these schools and been one of four or five other All-Americans, but he stayed at Oklahoma where he had a chance to play his game and be himself and you know, just play free. So he's been really blessed to have that situation. And it's the same thing with the Atlanta Hawks. You know, with them drafting him, one thing they've always done is they've never taken away his freedom, no matter if it was Lloyd Pierce or Coach Nate. So, you know, Trey has, has, has certainly worked hard to get where he's at. You know, it takes a little luck for this as well, but he's also been blessed. And uh, I hate to make it sound so simple, but, you know, that's, that's truly what it is. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I, I think, and again, feel free to correct me, right? It's an, uh, an unbelievable work ethic, right? Oh, yeah. And then there's an unbelievable level of confidence, right? Right. You, you're, a, you're a small point guard. You, you better have the level of confidence where no one can tell you you can't do it. But how do you right. balance, how, but how do you balance it, right? It's like, I, I'll just, this is letting you in way too much. So I have a, a 13U team. My son, he's too little. He doesn't, he, he doesn't play for it. It's a, a platinum-level team, right? And mm-hmm. we, had, we had a kid who last night I, I had to part company with, not because he's not oh. a talented player, but because the, you know, the dad was telling him, that, you know, hey, my, my kid needs more touches. And we, we couldn't run any offense. We couldn't share the ball. Couldn't get him cutting. cutting couldn't get right. him playing <laughs> team, team basketball, right? That's how, right. So how do you – how do you find, how do you balance it? Like, look, bro, I know you can come down and anytime you get it, it's like that last shot against the Knicks, which ended the series. Like that's what he wants. Those dagger shots. How do you mm-hmm. find the balance between the confidence and the intelligence of making the right play? Even if the ego tells you, you can make every play. Well, that's, I mean, that's a tough question. Uh, it's a great question, but the only way I know how to answer that is, I, I feel like basketball is just as much, you know, in between the ears as it is physical. And Great. what I mean by that is, 
as you know, like Trey and I spent years and years and years just sitting on the couch and talk Tim Duncan and ball. Like we're watching Tony Parker play with Tim Duncan and win championships. You know, we're watching Kobe Bryant playing with Shaq and winning championships. Like we're like I I truly believe one of the things that are missing with today's younger kids, you know, younger athletes, especially in basketball, is they don't they don't watch the game. No. You know, there's, there's they, wa- they, so they watch many... their phone. They watch TikTok of their phones. Yeah, they watch highlights yeah. on overtime, right? They don't yeah. actually watch the games themselves. Exactly, and I, and you know, I'm I'm not here to bash any any other kids and say mine's the greatest and the best ever. But I I, I truly believe that you know the times we spent sitting on the couch watching NBA games, watching college games, and then maybe driving two hours to Dallas, Texas for a tournament or two hours to Tulsa and just talking basketball has done more for his development than putting some cones on the court and dribbling through cones and, and shooting. That so, said, that, that said, his floater game is spectacular, right? Um, right? Am I wrong to think Milwaukee, the way Milwaukee guarded him in game one is the exact wrong way you want to guard Trey Young. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say if it's wrong or right. I just know that uh, one of his strengths is his floater and his mid-range game. So I've never quite understood why people talk so much about him shooting thirty and thirty-five foot threes because you know he's you know he's just as as deadly shooting that floater and that's something we've worked on for years years and years because he's always been the smallest kid so you got to be able to get in the lane and and hit that floater so i don't know i don't know what's going to happen this series i hope i hope the good guys you know the Atlanta hawks pull it out but uh i'm sure both teams are going to make adjustments what's it like to see your kid drop 48 in his first western conference finals the eastern conference finals game it's un it's unreal. It's unreal. It's one of those things where, you know, you've got a kid and you go to bed at night when he's younger and you and you dream about it, but you never really think it's gonna happen. And when it does happen it's 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 kinda hard to keep it in, you know, emotionally. Cause like you, I mean, we grew up watching the greats and I never thought my son would be dropping forty eight and eleven assists in the Eastern Conference Finals. I might have I might have daydreamed about it, but to see it really happen it's just it's just very, very uh, heartwarming, but I know he's worked hard. I mean, he's worked hard and he's sacrificed a lot of things as a kid, but maybe not going to parties or maybe not going to sleepovers with his buddies, but, you know, he's worked to get here, and I'm just I'm proud of him. Ray, man, uh, congrats. It's great to see you. Great, great to see you on TV. Great to talk with you. We'll catch up in person. In the meantime, I, I know I know there's there, there's a couple more kids there that you're you're, you're raising as well to be uh, to be whatever the best that they can be. Uh, continue that, and thanks so much for joining us. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Talk to you uh, soon. All right, that's uh, Rayford Young, who, of course, is the, the dad of, of Trey Young. And uh, the July sale is here, and they're so you will ever find. Casper's 4th of July sale is here, and they're celebrating the bed, white, and blue with 30% off bundles, mattresses, and more. Enjoy some of the best products at one great price when you shop the best-selling bundle. Exclusions apply. See casper.com slash promo offer details and end date. Something interesting he said there, right? He's like, look, Nate's got the real world experience having played and having coached previously. With that, we get to Ryan Music with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. 
This is the Herdline News. Well, Doug, breaking news, breaking news in the NBA. Something that had been reported over the last few days is now official per multiple reports. The Mavericks are officially hiring Jason Kidd, as you talk about former players who have played the game in big spots. Jason Kidd will be the Mavericks' new head coach, now someone who doesn't have big game experience but comes from a totally separate part of the sports world. Nico Harrison will serve as their general manager and run basketball operations. Doug, you know Nico and his connections to Nike and what he does in the basketball world, but never having officially served a role in an NBA front office before. No, uh, Nico is like, you're going to be hard pressed to find an NBA guy that doesn't think the world of Nico Harrison. So he was like Kobe's basketball guy. Like Rob Palenka was the agent and Nico was handled all the basketball stuff for Kobe. And then, of course, he evolved into a role with Nike basketball. He ran the LeBron James, first the Nike Skills Academy, then the LeBron James Skills Academy. And there's even a shot when, you remember when Damian Lillard hit, a, uh, I think, the game winner over Paul George a couple years ago in the playoffs? Like, Damian Lillard went into the crowd, and, you know, the guy he sought out was actually Nico Harrison, even though Nico's a Nike guy and Dame is an Adidas guy. And Adidas is also in Portland, by the way. So uh, this is a guy that... Everybody in basketball really, really likes and respects. And it's it's a new twist. We've seen agents run franchises. Now you've got kind of a basketball guy who doesn't have NBA experience. But it's going to be interesting because they hire Jason Kidd to coach. And they hire Nico Harrison to run the shop. That's that's a fascinating look at what Dallas is going to try. An interesting. Help Luca build a winner in Big D. An interesting change in Dallas for sure. One thing that has not changed is Kevin Durant on social media, Doug. The Nets may be out of the playoffs, but that doesn't mean KD is done taking shots. Starting from the beginning real quick, for those who may not be aware of what's going on, Scottie Pippen did an interview with GQ. He basically said, Kevin Durant is not as good as LeBron James because he doesn't play team basketball like LeBron does. Well, that got everyone all worked up. KD caught wind of it, saw it on. Scottie Pippen refused to go in the game for the last second. Didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings that coach drew up a play for a better shooter? This guy, Scott, not Scotty, by the way, I called him Scott, also wanted to enjoy his summer, so he chose to rehab during the season. LOL, yo, at Scottie Pippen. They followed Phil, not you. Well done, KD. Well done. Um, look, Scottie Pippen's clearly bitter since the Jordan documentary. The crazy part about the Jordan documentary is, like, I don't know. I heard Michael Jordan say he's the best teammate he ever had. And he called out Scottie for being selfish in the last dance. All of which is true. Like, nobody forced Scottie to sign that contract. Nobody. Nobody's not forced him to sign that contract. So, I, I mean, I, obviously that's the motivation behind it where he's become part of kind of like Team LeBron. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Instead of Team MJ? Because <laughs> again, then today there was the... The, the tweet, right? Scotty Pippen said, uh, uh, King James won a championship without any surrounding stars. Like, well, that's not true. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch, Hall of Famers. Right. I mean, Kevin Love's going to be in the Hall of Fame, whether you like it or not. Kyrie Irving's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Anthony Davis is going to be in the Hall of Fame. So, 
Yeah, Scott, I mean, look, this is Katie, this is what Katie has told us. This is what he likes. This is how basketball people really are. Most people are back and forth like this. And all the other stuff is fluff. Yeah. I like it. Yes, I, I do like this version of social media, Katie. Uh, see, exactly. Uh, I was... The... The burner account thing I always found to be a little weird. Now, I know it's a lot more commonplace than most of us will likely understand or acknowledge. I still always just found the thing a little weird. If he's going to go out publicly on his own verified account and start going after dudes and talking smack like this, I got no problem with it whatsoever. So I, I certainly give him props for that. And that is the news. That's why I'm here to Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie New. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is the herd. Summer's here. Get active. Shed pounds with M Drive Boost and Burn, the supplement that helps you look and feel good. Visit mdriveformen.com for free shipping and a 60 day guarantee. Refine your prime with M Drive. Uh, Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting Ben Simmons and his agent, Rich Paul, met with the 76ers with no formal trade request has been made, but they are discussing his future in Philadelphia and what it looks like. Sources tell Woj the 76ers are planning on keeping Ben Simmons. The wording of no formal trade request means, yeah, we're not sure if we're, we're, we're good here. We're good here. Um, there's an elephant in the room, right? The elephant in the room with with Ben Simmons, and I, I I think we need to kind of discuss it. 
which is, look, your, your agent should be your advocate. Your agent should be the guy who believes in you and helps you. Right? It's the, uh, do you guys remember the old BASF commercials? I may be the old, I, this is not like Mikey likes it, life commercials. It's BASF. Do you guys remember the BASF commercials? No, no, anybody? You're sitting there going, no. Um, BASF used to have a, it was a really, I, I'm, I was a marketing major, so I'm always fascinated by uh, if somebody has like a marketing slogan, right, that you love, that you buy into, you're like, oh, that makes me, I remember Wendy said, where's the beef? That was, that was a great campaign. Great campaign. Conversely, Chevy had the Nova and tried to sell it in Mexico. How many of you speak Spanish? Music, do you speak Spanish at all? Very, very minimal. Um, do you know what no means in Spanish? Mm, trick question? No. no, not a trick question. No, no means no. no. Do you know what va means in Spanish? Go. No va. Yes. They tried to sell a car in Mexico that was called the no-go. How do you think that worked out? Right. Not great. So I, I'm I'm fascinated by by my marketing by by marketing and by planning and by discussing and all this other stuff. I, I'm like Rich Paul has been marketed as a genius. Unbelievable as an agent. He said some really good things. Um, but acquiescing to Ben Simmons' desires for being comfortable, not one of them. Right? This was from a story at foxsports.com. It's a really insightful one. You should pull it up. Uh, when Brett Brown was the coach, after exit meetings, the players and coaches went their separate ways to recharge some time passed. And according to multiple sources, Townsend, who's the, the workout coach and the shooting guru for Brett Brown, uh, Brett Brown pulled him aside. And even though he was planning on working, spending every day working with Ben Simmons in the off season, change of plans, Simmons agent, Rich Paul and the family decided he'd be better off working with one of his brothers, Liam, a former low-level Division I guard and assistant coach who now coaches at Colorado Christian University. The problem with Ben Simmons is not just Ben Simmons' confidence. It's that he's not... We just had Ray Young on us, on, was talking about Trey Young. The people who are around you, are they holding you accountable? Look, Ben Simmons has to be... His mentality has to be fixed. He's got to figure out he's going to be left or right-handed. But he's got to get his ass in the gym with a legit professional, not with a family friend. It's not working. And I'm not sure Ridge Paul is working for him. The most impressive thing I saw in the Clippers Suns game might surprise you. I'll tell you what it is next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts